Amber. Hi, Megan. Welcome to Bad Movies Rock. Thank you. Thank you, Megan, you over there, for welcoming Mm -hmm. me to this The Bad Movies Rock podcast thing. And here we are, doing the podcast. Yep, that's what's happening right now, presumably. We are um, still in the midst of the catastrophe of movies, which is the Festiverse, Amber. Did that catch on? Is that a thing that caught on? Catastrophe of movies? We're sticking with that? Uh, you suggested it, I do believe. I mean, suggested is a strong word. It is some shit that came out of my mouth at one point, and I feel like giving it any sort of... What is the word? Legitimacy. Mm-hmm. Only encourages me to continue to do things like that. And I do want you to continue to do things like that, so there we are. All right, and we have that on tape. Excellent. Moving on. Oh, no, I think I've done something bad. Don't worry about it, Megan. That's future Megan's problem. Amber, we fought and we scrimped and we cried our way to this movie, Amber. What were we we saving? We We cut coupons. Yes. We added more water to the stew. Mm-hmm. Yep. We found a rock and we placed it right in that stew and everybody added a carrot or something and Why did we got put a, a stew going. rock in it? What is happening? Oh, that's a children's book about uh, rock soup. Ooh. And then everybody contributes something and... But but the the first person was the, the asshole first who put person. the rock in. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. oh, I'm putting a rock in, so I've done my part and everybody else brings mm-hmm. actual food. Yeah. But then they still get you know the props yeah yes wow that's terrible what is it actually teaching children uh if you're the first person to have an idea but you don't really want to contribute you've basically contributed by having the idea Mm -hmm. yes hey everybody let's raise some money my job's done (laughs) maybe the pot was theirs and the like heating oil was theirs so that's something everybody has pots and heating oil Anywho, so we finally got to something worth watching, Amber. <laughs> kind of, yes. Mm-hmm. This is Fast and Furious. Which is technically the Fast and the Furious 4. Yes, exactly. Oh, we've got the whole crew back, Amber. The whole crew, plus plus a few other fun ones. Let's get to it. Describe this okay. movie. Amber, okay, this movie is your basic revenge film. Yeah, real Count of Monte Crisco. Mm-hmm. Yep. Crisco. Yeah. I will get even with you, Margarine. <laughs> Fuck you, cooking oil. Butter's right out. But lard, Amber. I mean, isn't Crisco basically lard? Mm, probably. It's like vegetable lard. Uh-huh. Good talk. Describe this movie. I just did. It's a basic revenge film, Amber. Did oh, you want more okay. than that? Let's go to the critics then. Did you want more than that? We can go to the critics. If you feel comfortable with the work you've done here today, if you want to say, hey, I, Megan, approve what I just did here, we can move right on to the critics. If you're happy, I'm happy. Well, let me tell you, Amber. So um, Vin Diesel needs to get revenge for his, um, I guess, kind of ex-girlfriend, because he kind of left her right beforehand, uh, Letty, who was murdered. Oh, do you need more? Letty was murdered because she was running with a gang um, who was transporting heroin from Mexico to the U.S. via secret tunnels in cars. And she was doing this in order to work with the police to clear Dom's name. 
Oh, wow. That was, I mean, you just, boop, big twist that happens midway through the movie is when we learn mm-hmm. that. I mean, at first we're just like, oh, Letty was, you know, using her driving skills to run heroin. I guess why not? It's a thing she she could do. She's got she's got the mad wheel wheel abilities. She does. And then yeah, Paul Walker nearly gets beaten to death for running her as a CI. But then, oh yeah, no, she was doing it for you, Dom. So you can't beat me to death. It was about you. Not sure how that kind of negates the whole running her as a CI in a dangerous situation. It's sort of no. more that she was he was sort of manipulating her love for Vin mm-hmm. Diesel's character to yeah. force her to put herself in danger. And. And it kind of seems like there was zero guarantee of him actually getting exonerated for his crimes, considering what happens at the end of the movie. Sorry, I'm jumping. Where were we now? Um, so, uh, yeah, why were they exes? Well, Amber, um, they pulled a gas heist in the very beginning of the movie where um, Dom realized his life was, um, you know, dangerous. And so he straight up left Letty because it was too dangerous for her. He broke up the whole crew. But yeah, her her leaving was a particular, you know, kick in the face since he quite literally walked out on her while she was sleeping. But don't worry, he left her his, his share of the uh, gas, last gas heist movie. Mm-hmm. Movie? Last yep. gas money. heist. Gas heist money. Cash yes. money. Movie Crisco murder butter. Mm-hmm. Margarine. Oh, are you wondering how Paul Walker uh, got involved? Well, Amber, not only did he run Letty as a CI, but then he's also trying to track down this drug lord named Braga. And um, so, of course, in order to win a place in the racing heroin tunnel game, you have to do a street race. And, of course, Dom and um, Brian uh, get in the street race together because Dom's out for vengeance. Like I said, it's a movie about revenge. And... Um, Paul Walker is there in order to track down Braga as well, but he want Paul Walker wants to arrest him, and Dom wants to murder him. Yeah, I don't know if we we mentioned this, but yeah, Paul Walker with the FBI now. Not only was he cleared of all of his many, many, many crimes that he committed while a police officer, but hey, I guess the FBI was like, hey, we need more of that in our ranks. Let's give that guy a job. And he's got, like, authority. Like, he's got, he's, like, got people who do work for him. He's, like, in a position of, like, ordering people around. Like, he's that valuable, Amber. Yep. So, yeah, they're all back together. I mean, not all of them. You know, one of them had to die to get them back together. But, hey. Um, so, yeah, basic revenge film. There you go, Amber. What did your critics say about it? Metacritic has critics at 46, users at 64. All right. Um, the <laughs> tomato meter was at 29 for critics and 67 for the audience score. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> this movie, um, apparently, so Vin Diesel wanted to record uh, this movie four and five together, but... Um, Nobody in the movie studios was convinced that it was going to go as well as Vin Diesel thought it would. So they wanted to just do this one and then wait and see how the box office did and then do five because they weren't sure of it. Mangy fools. I mean, if you could make any money off of this franchise without Vin Diesel in it, putting him back in it, guaranteed cash cow. Mm -hmm. This movie made as much money as Tokyo Drift did in its whole run. In the first weekend. 
Critics, however, were not amused. No, they weren't. I will give them some credit. It is a fairly forgettable movie. I We watched it less than a week ago, and I was already struggling to recall the actual plot. And, and I've seen it before, and I couldn't have told you anything about it other than Letty dies and Vin Diesel and Paul Walker are both back in it. Yeah, I, I, I was in that position as well before the movie. Like, I don't remember what happens. I know, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the plots were good. Although all the plots are semi-forgettable, Amber. Um, they, they figure out a way to save the world via racing cars. And uh, Well, you okay, know. I mean, it, it gets there eventually. But let's let's focus on where we are right now in time. Okay, yes. And where we are right now in time is street racing VCR heists. Mm-hmm, yes. Followed by customs money smuggling. Yep. Followed by mostly just sort of drifting and then sort of a showdown between a down-home boy and a Yakuza nephew. Yeah, yeah. And then now we're into actual drugs. Actual crime is taking yeah. place involving drug lords and heroin and also yeah. cars. Yeah, now we're trying to take down a drug lord. Yep, you're right. Yeah, no, let's we're, let's we're we're easing on up. Let's Amber. inhabit this moment. Let's inhabit this movie. Okay, let's fair. let's let's not keep looking ahead. Let's let's. I'm let's sorry. Stay stay here with me, Megan. Okay, with me. I'm here. I'm here. And fast and furious. I am always fast and furious. Fast ampersand furious. Mm-hmm. Roger Ebert did not like this movie. His review was scored at a twenty-five. Uh, and well, he 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 admits that the film was very well made. Uh, this this little excerpt made me smile. This is an expertly made action film, by which I mean the special effects are good and the acting is extremely basic. The screenplay rotates these nouns through various assortments of dialogue. Race. Drivers. Nitro. Meth. Sister. FBI. Border. Dead. Mexico. Murder. Prison. Traffic violations. Tunnel. Muscle car. Import. Plymouth. Funeral. Helicopters. Toretto. Ten seconds. Corona. Cocaine. Okay, yeah, I can, I can, I get it. <laughs> he just took me through the movie. Yeah, he did. So the word salad of fast ampersand furious. Yeah, although there was, I, I feel like some things were, um, um, not as emphasized as much as they should be. Like if this was like one of those word, um, you know, word things that they do, like driving and like car would be really, really big. And Corona would be really, really small. Yeah, I said word salad, not word cloud. Yes, okay, you're right. I was very clear. You were. And I couldn't remember the word cloud. I'm not even sure it's the right word. Um, David White of Movies.com says simply, Bummer. <laughs> that's, that's all Rotten Tomatoes pulled from his full review. Yeah, two out of five. Bummer. Bummer. Okay. <laughs> From Stephen Cole of the Globe and Mail, Brian and Dom could drive L.A. to Mexico City and back blindfolded, but would require a GPS to find the zipper of a dress. The only time they smile here is when they're alone in a garage tinkering with their dream cars. What does that mean? I don't... Are they, does it mean there wasn't enough sex in is, this Is movie? that the complaint? Are they complaining that there wasn't enough sex? Hmm. I, I assume it, that might be... It's I, I don't like how much they love their cars, but they don't love doing it yeah why don't they bone down more i guess well amber to be fair most of the boning down was kept for the short movie called bandoleros which, which we a- 
also screened mm-hmm. right we before did. watching this movie, which is appropriate because it is a short film written mm-hmm. and directed by Messer yes. Vin Diesel mm-hmm. to take place between Tokyo Drift and Fast Ampersand Furious. Amber, what does Vin Diesel, when he gets his like meaty claws on a like producing writing thing, what is what does he tend to do with it? Well, Megan, I'm glad you asked. As soon as Vin Diesel gets creative control of a character, his first thought is, man, this guy needs to get his dick wet. (laughs) It happened with Riddick. It happened with Triple X. And gosh Mm -hmm. darn it, did it ever happen with Dominic Toretto. Yeah, we leave Dom in the first movie, The Fast and the Furious, um, going off to Mexico saying that he lives a quarter mile of the time. Um, You know, we've gotten, it seems like he's left Letty because he's left everyone. And um, we have in um, Bandoleros him kind of like being with a ton of different women. And then Letty shows up and then he's like, oh, yeah, girl, I it was always you. And then he's with Letty. Yep. There's a, a lovely there's water beach waterfall sex scene, whatever. The, the romance has, has rekindled between the two of them in the Dominican Republic. Yeah. What we learn um, from this short is that. Um, Dom likes the ladies and Letty's back in his life and they're going to do a heist. Mm, and the D- Dominican Republic is is an interesting place that he lovingly shot and also yes. gas is expensive and people need gas mm-hmm. for cars. For my own criticality, because this is what we often use this section to also accomplish, mm-hmm. women, again, yeah, come on. They're still working on it, Amber. Still not doing a great job. You have three female characters, one of whom has a great chance to be awesomely badass. Thank you, Michelle Rodriguez in the gas heist scene. And then, boop, murdered. And then Jordana Brewster comes back in. She pretty much just exists to be his, you know, Vin Diesel's sister and Paul Walker's on again, off again, will they, won't they love interest. Right. And not in it also for very long at all. And not really part of the action. And not part of the plot. Yeah. And then Gal Gadot, who makes her, her first appearance in this, mostly just exists to stand there sexily, come on to Vin Diesel's character, and then act as sort of a plot point that he saved her life and also she's so into him that she's willing to give up her her murdering drug dealing boss. Right. And, and then the rest of the time, plenty of women in this movie, physically on screen, but mostly just, ooh, look, butt, chits, butt, chits. Midrift. Oh, there's three women making out with each other, just eating each other's faces in two different scenes. There's just three mm-hmm. women just eating each other's faces. Yes. Yes, there is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like you have any, you know, obviously LGBTQ characters, mm-hmm. but yeah, we definitely have just random window dressing women just eating each other's faces at parties. Yep. Yeah. Just to like... Because it's it's erotic, Amber. You know, for the male gaze. No, no, they're trying to they're trying to be inclusive and and diverse. Uh, no, uh, fail. And the other thing is is there was a cockfight in it that I didn't really need to have happen. Oh yeah, that was. It, stupid. I assume it was just to add yet more. We don't like the bad guy color to the bad guy. Hmm. Uh, no, thank you. You don't need to show, yeah, you don't need to show that. That's just kind of racist. Yeah, critics, I don't disagree with them, really. (laughs) It's 
I mean, a 29 is pretty bad. I think 46 is fine is not fair. I, I think that they've... But here's the thing. Again, I feel like they've missed the distinction between the last two of these movies and this movie. Like, you can't just call... They're not all the same. Now we've got, you know, we've got charm and charisma back by having Vin Diesel back in the franchise. And this one has an actual plot. It, you know, it's a little higgly-piggly, but it's a plot. They did. They did actually concoct a story and attempt to execute it in a way that was capable of being followed and mildly logical. Yes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so it, it just should have been recognized for being different than the last two. Yes, and once again, yeah, I just none of the blurbs that that they pulled, and I could read the reviews, and that just seems like a lot of work. Mentioned the fact that. You're, you're dealing with just three female characters, one of whom is killed, and the rest who aren't really part of the action. Right. Yeah. If you're going to be critical of a movie. Think about why you should be critical of it. Especially a ridiculous movie. Mm-hmm. Of course it's ridiculous. It's Fast Ampersand Furious, the fourth in a franchise that has just gone bagonkers. Just turn off your brain, the, the part of your brain that is looking for art, but then keep mm-hmm. on the part of your brain that's looking for representation and positive depictions of right. women and people of color and non-hetero, non-cisgendered folks. Yes. Just agreed. Just, just, just like a little thought. Just like a little little yeah. thinky, little thinky think think thought piece. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I actually, I felt like the short film that Vin Diesel did set in the Dominican Republic was actually very nicely shot and yeah, like gave you kind of a sense of the place and, and had mostly non-white bodies and and i thought mm-hmm. that was that was nice yep so this bandoleros that um is the short film sets up this gas heist which it seemed like they were talking about like it seemed like it was a bigger thing like we need to steal gas from the wealthy to give it to the poor because like a robin hood kind of thing because to change to change the culture it seemed like. In oh, that the... was not my read on it at all. Oh, my, well, my read was like, this is a problem for everyone is that there's gas prices are too high and that they were going to kind of like do a Robin Hood X thing. But they, that was maybe me. No, I, th- I think you're right with the whole prison, prison diatribe thing. It, it right. Definitely yeah. To set that up is, is. It was just more artsy and meaningful. Yeah. But, but then, but then, um, we have the beginning of this movie starts out with this heist, which is really good. And I really very much enjoyed it. Um, you've got, um, this guy driving four big ass tankers full of, of, uh, gasoline. And what they do is they have Letty jump on board and, um, they, of course, they have to have driving in it. So um, one of their crew drives up and then like ba- and then like quickly does a U-turn and backs into um, the back of the fuel tanker. Letty attaches it and then releases each fuel tanker in turn so that they're stealing a whole fuel tanker of gas. Anywho, um, very cool, very fun. They end up, of course, they get away with two and then the other two are just um the trucker realizes what's happening he drives all over the place there's um you know letty has to jump to dom's car and then the car um or the the trucker just takes his iguana 
obviously there's an iguana and uh, jumps out because there's a big turn coming. And these other two fuel tankers just tumble and catch fire. And Letty and Dom are at the bottom of the hill. And they've got these tumbling, tumbling gas tankers coming at them. And Dom just sits there until a perfect point and then races under them just when they are like in the height of their tumble that he can just squeeze his car underneath. It's it's beautiful. Delightful. Yeah, it's fantastic. It is very well shot. And Michelle Rodriguez is great in it. Just when she's crouched on the hood of the car about to leap onto the tankers, she looks so cool. Mm -hmm. And she's just, it's just great. The other guys are just driving. She's doing all the hard work. Yeah. Yeah. It's, she, yeah. And that's essentially all we see of her. I mean, she makes out a bunch with Dom after they've, um, I guess, sold the tankers for a lot of money. And uh, then he walks out on her the next morning because it's too dangerous for this little girl. I mean, again, he dismisses the whole team. He does. Yeah. No, he walks out on everyone. He he thinks it's uh, he's doing, too dangerous for everyone. He believes he's doing what's best for everybody involved because it's him mm-hmm. that they're after. Everyone else can get away clean, but he's the one that everybody's really after. He's protecting his people, and but his people want to protect him. And so Michelle Rodriguez dies. He comes back to the States because revenge. Mm-hmm. And then he, uh, the, the last time I think we see her, there, there are two flashbacks of, of her murder. Yeah. Seen and, in, yeah, different, different amounts of information. And, and I, I love that it's, he's, I want to see the crash site. Oh, and so he goes so to the crash good. site and you learn that Dominic Toretto is clairvoyant. He, he mm-hmm. can read in the road. Yes. <laughs> the last moments of Letty's life. He's a car whisperer, Amber. Oh, uh, he's great. Yeah. Uh, he looks at the road when he goes to the crash site. He looks at the road. He does find out like, oh, there's a type of fuel that almost nobody uses. But he also sees in the flashback like a guy walking up to Letty and shooting her, which is like, you have no idea. That that is not in the road. What are you talking about? I said he was clairvoyant, Megan. <laughs> You're right. I'm sorry. Car whisperer. That's a very different thing. That's clairvoyance is not the same thing as car whispering. <laughs> The relationship between Paul Walker and Vin Diesel has not changed very much. Uh, Vin Diesel is still the essence of cool, and Paul Walker is a yippy puppy. Um, yeah, but but one who believes that he is now Vin Diesel's equal. You know, he's he's done some racing. He knows his yeah. cars. He knows when to hit the nas and when hitting it is too soon. Mm-hmm. He too he too fast and too furious did with Tyrese. Exactly. So. When they have their their race down, their the, this is what the second time that they've really gone head to head. Oh wait, no, the third if you include racing mm-hmm. that train in the end of the first movie, Rev, which I would. They're racing for their spot on Braga's team. It the roads have not been blocked off, people. This is real. This is real life because when you're racing yeah. for Braga, you're racing in real life, and so if you want the job, you have to race through actual traffic in peoples and which- highways. And yeah, yeah, that's they they killed a lot of people. They did. And it makes no sense because when they're at what they're actually doing when they're racing um, to get the heroin from Mexico to the United States, they're racing in the desert. Yep. Like they're not they don't there's no traffic. There are no other people on the road. You're just following the lead car. You're just following the lead car through the desert and then through some some crazy tunnels. And that's Mm -hmm. cool. It doesn't but matter. Yes. We still get a yeah. cool, fun, Fast and Furious racing scene. Obviously, it comes down to Vin Diesel and Paul Walker. 
then Diesel hits the Nas, and then you have that moment. Too soon, says Paul Walker this time. <gasps> what? what? So then he hits his Nas, and he's about to surpass, you know, whoop. Oh, no, he's passing Vin Diesel. Fuck that noise. Vin Diesel knocks his car. He goes spinning yeah. out. Vin Diesel wins. And then Paul Walker comes oh. running up. You cheated, man. You cheated. I had you and you cheated. You really want a racer that's going to cheat? Motherfucker, he's a drug dealer. Yeah. yeah. He wants a racer who will win and not a little tiny baby one. That's yeah, amazing. <laughs> you have to admit, I would have won if you hadn't cheated. Say it. Say it. Say I would have won. It's basically what that scene feels yeah. like. Yes, it really does. And of yeah. course, Essence of Cool, Vin Diesel, unflappable. Whatever it takes, Bri Bri. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that name. Brian. Brian. Brian versus Dominic Toretto. They, yeah. They were written with those names. I, I feel yeah. like they really just wanted you to not think much of Paul Walker's character. Because right? his name is yeah. Brian. Yeah. Um, when Dom is trying to get the, um, after he does his, um, car clairvoyance, he knows to go and talk to the person who is selling nitromethane. And there's just this really cool scene where he's trying to get him to talk, where, um, he pushes the guy down on a car hood and then just like with his hand, like, I guess he, he, there's an engine block above and a chain and he drops the engine blocks on this guy's face, except that he holds on with his bare hand, this chain, so it doesn't crush him. So it's just Dom holding a chain. That scene is great. Yeah, he he shoves him down, releases this engine block, and then at the last second grabs the chain when it's just an inch above his face. And then the questions are answered, which then lead him to the same guy Paul Walker's looking for, which is... I, I don't remember. Something Park. David Park. David Park. Mm-hmm. And there's this there's this moment, there's this scene where, ooh, there's so many David Parks. He He's looking at David Park files in his car. <laughs> oh, my God. And it just keeps showing us the name David Park on every file. We're like, no, we, we get, get it. it. Yeah. He's looking for David Park. Yeah. Name, David Park. Alias, David Park. Address, David Park. Uh, but of course they, they make it to his, his apartment, David Park's apartment, roughly the same time. Mm-hmm. Well, but Dom Vin wins, Diesel gets Dom there first. always wins. Yeah. I mean, he tried, he dropped an engine on some guy. He's going to get the answers a lot faster than going through an endless supply of David Park files. Oh, actually that's true. There is another woman in this movie. Liza Lapira uh, plays another FBI agent who works with, or technically under oh, Paul right. Walker. She yep. basically does all his police work for him. Yeah. He yells at her what to do. And and she she does all the hard work, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah. I I am a fan of her just because she's in Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment Twenty Three, and she's she's great in it. She's excellent comedic actress. She's very very good in this. She's doesn't have a ton to do, but she does it really well. But yeah, she she helps him track down David Park a little bit behind Toretto. Right, Toretto getting there first wants answers. David Park just does not want to give them to him. He mm-hmm. wasn't aware of the engine thing that happened. And no. I mean, lucky him, no engine in his apartment. Unfortunately, there is a window. So Dom pushes him out the window and grabs his ankle and dangles him for answers. Mm-hmm. The number one uh, interrogation method. Oh, it's one of my favorites. Paul Walker shows up while the dangling is happening and <laughs> tries to arrest Dominic and and also wants David Park and that, he just, he shows all his cards the second he walks in the door. So, of course, yeah. Vin Diesel drops David Park. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
And then while Paul Walker is pulling him up from the window, obviously Vin Diesel's gone because he's, he's gone. the best at this thing. Right. But they still manage to get to the race at the same time so that Vin Diesel can beat him again. Again. Yep. Um, and then Paul Walker has one of the other drivers arrested um, so that he actually still gets a spot, even though he came in too. Talk about cheating. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about motherfucker. Uh-huh. He, he uses the cops to plant fake, like, ev- to plant drugs on this yes. driver to have him arrested so that he can take his spot. Assuming that hope, like maybe the charges won't stick, because one guy's like, "Well, these charges probably won't stick." He's like, "Doesn't matter." What happens if they do? Those weren't his drugs. Just because he likes sucking on women's feet does not mean he deserves to go to jail for a crime he did not commit. That's true. He was driving heroin back and forth. Not yet, necessarily. Oh, I thought he was joining the team. I don't know. I don't who know knows? if he, he'd done it multiple times or not. It, this is might have been his first ride. This might have been his third we ride. Who knows? Yeah. Oh, point. Dwight. Either, actually, no. It pro- He probably wouldn't have been his first ride because we learn... Oh, that's right. ...that mm-hmm. the reason Michelle Rodriguez was murdered wasn't because she was working for the cops. It was because every time you drive for Braga, he immediately mm-hmm. kills you as soon as you get the heroin across the border. Yeah, which seems like... I mean, I guess you're saving money by not paying these folks, but you are leaving a long trail of dead bodies. How are people not wise to that shit? Yeah, I know. He has like, these massive street races to to get the best drivers in the area, and then as soon as they work for him, they fucking disappear off the face of the earth? Yeah, it seems like you'd be very suspicious of that. The street would be alive with don't drive for Braga, and prob- uh-huh. pro- probably filled with more, you know, murder vengeance seekers. Because th- these people have families. Yeah. Dwight yeah, had people absolutely. who cared about him, I assume. He did. Ah, Dwight. Yeah. Get that foot out of your mouth, dude. Yeah, it was it was a lot. It was a lot. I mean, hey, you know, if you're both into it, that's cool. If but... you're both into it, that's cool. But why was that part of the movie? Driving through the tunnels, pretty cool, but you know, hard because you're driving through tunnels and it's dark and it's single file, and so there's an intensity to it. But in terms of kind of cool stunt workiness and being able to film it in a way that makes any sense, like you just get the idea that they're in this maze of tunnels and like. It's hard because they're trying to go very fast and it's very small. Yes. It's like, well, but, you know, watching five minutes of that isn't exciting. It's just mm. kind of meh. And you have two scenes of it. The one where they're transporting the drugs and then they're double crossed. And then at the end, when they're driving Braga from Mexico to the U.S., which is great. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> when they... it is. I mean... <laughs> Uh, the end of this movie. Yeah, so Gal Gadot turns on Braga and uh, gives Paul Walker and Dom, who are now friends again, well, at least they're on the same side of trying to get Braga. Um, she gives them Braga's address in Mexico, and they show up at um, at Braga's um, church, and then they take him back to the States. Yeah, there's this lovely scene of of Braga, drug dealer, showing up at a church and giving a bunch of money to a priest so that he can purchase absolution for his many, many, many crimes against decency and I assume his chosen religion. So much murder. And then, yeah, he gets a shotgun to the face. I... (laughs) How does Paul Walker have a job? I don't know. How does Brian have a job with the FBI? Dude committed multiple crimes 
expunged his record, but in the mm-hmm. process also stole Still from stole. customs mm-hmm. yes. with his buddy Tyrese. Uh-huh. And then the FBI is just like, I want me some of that. We just don't have enough off-handle letting people go when they feel like it good drivers. Mm-hmm. So let me just bring him into the fold. And then he assaults one of his co-workers. Yes. Uh-huh. After letting a potential witness slash suspect go, Jordana Brewster winds up in the station. One of Paul Walker's co-workers has brought her in to question her because, yeah, Vin Diesel's character is back in town and has been in contact with her sis- his sister. And yes, she probably does have information that they could use to track down this wanted criminal. FBI man. But he sees her sitting there, so he releases her. They have a nice chat about them. And then when his co-worker shows up and is like, what the fuck, dude? You can't just do that shit. Paul Walker breaks his goddamn nose against yeah. a wall. Mm-hmm. But he's still an FBI agent at that point. Yeah. But then, ho-ho, when Braga flees to Mexico because he gets away because, oh my gosh, this is where it gets super convoluted. After they're double-crossed in the desert after making the heroin delivery, luckily Vin Diesel has rigged his car to explode because his whole point is getting revenge on the guy who killed Letty, which is the lead driver, Phoenix, the only guy who doesn't wind up getting straight murdered at the end of every drive. Mm-hmm. Phoenix gets away, but Dominic and Paul Walker get away with all the heroin. Right. Oh, boy. Yes. So the guy that they've been dealing with who keeps telling them about the big boss Braga but seems to be calling the shots is like, okay, you give me the heroin, I'll give you Braga. They show up to the drop. Obviously, Braga is not Braga. And and meanwhile, you have Liza Lapira's character Mm -hmm. getting a fax because Paul Walker picked up some fingerprints and it turns out Braga is the guy they've been dealing with the whole time. What? What? But he gets away because... Because they're idiots. Because yeah. the FBI's idiots. They don't I wait. They don't yeah. wait. That's right. They don't wait for Paul Walker to give the signal that this is in fact Braga, and they or don't wait for... for the facts. And so it's yeah. a whole, you know, you. What we're learning in these movies is that mm-hmm. you cannot trust actual cops to do their jobs. Customs agents, cops, the FBI—they are all wildly incompetent compared to criminals with a code. They got to have a code. They do. Yeah. So in the face of these wildly ineffective officials and the fact that he's now in Mexico, guess FBI agent Paul Walker and criminal Vin Diesel have got to take this situation into their own hands. Mm -hmm. It's the only thing that makes sense, Amber. It's the only thing that makes sense, Megan. So they go to Mm -hmm. meet out some vigilante murder time justice in Mexico at a church. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But... uh Uh-huh. Rather than murdering him, which Paul Walker was totally on board with oh yeah he let dom make that decision he just kind of turned his back whatever you're gonna do dom i just i don't want to get skull shrapnel in my eyes when you blow his brains out with that shotgun yep dom decides he must face justice in the u.s yep so they drive back through the tunnels yes being pursued by phoenix the man dom wants to kill right Tunnels, 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 murder, murder, drive, 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 boom, boom. Mm-hmm. And then... Amber. Phoenix gets the upper hand on Paul Walker. Team bones <gasps> his car. Paul Walker is injured. Phoenix is about to shoot him in the face. And then... Oh, boy. Here, here comes, comes Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. Still in a car. But, oh, Phoenix could jump out of the way. He could. He could jump out of the way. He's got time. Except 
injured Paul Walker weakly grabs onto his ankle and holds him in front of Vin Diesel's car. Yep. So essentially, yeah, he Vin Diesel squishes Phoenix against whoever's car it is. It's great. It's upsetting. It's teamwork. It's it's teamwork. I think that moment finally healed healed the hurt between the two of them. Yeah, because what Dominic really wanted. It's I mean, okay. So one, Dominic saves Paul Walker's life. He doesn't get shot in the face. Great. Yep. That's that's friendship right there. That's fine. True friendship is lying on the ground and holding a man that you want to murder in place while you run him over with your car. Yeah. That's that beautiful. Is, that's a yeah. love language I understand. Mm-hmm. And that's why they love each other so much, Amber. One would hold another man down so the other person could run him over. It's also trust. You know, it's like when you yeah. know when you worked on the railroad and one guy had to hold the spike and the other guy swung the big heavy hammer. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a big yeah. ass car. Like you, you need some precision work not to run over your old buddy Paul Walker. Yeah, but it's Dom. We know he's got his precision work down. That's trust. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And hilarious. It was beautiful, hilarious. Yeah, it was, Hil- it was beautiful. Yeah, that that touch is just fantastic because like he could have just hit up with the car, but no. And then it turns out that Letty straight up died in vain because even if they'd caught Braga, because they do catch Braga, all because mm-hmm. of actual literal Vin Diesel, he still gets sentenced to 25 years he in does. prison. Yeah. And he what decides a- not to run. Paul Walker's willing to let him go again. Dom's mm-hmm. like, no, I got to do this. Paul Walker's like, I got your back. Turns out, not legally. <laughs> nope. Can't, can't actually influence that at all because apparently didn't get any of that. We're going to let him go in writing. Yeah, you really should have done that. And also, he's committed a lot of crimes, and there's been a lot of manslaughter. Just that and murder. Although, I guess, no, the murder did happen on U.S. soil. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that was a whole point. So, how Um, are you going to have more movies, Megan? Oh, such a good question, Amber. Because Dom is um, in jail, and then he gets sentenced to 25 years, and then we follow him onto the bus. And why are we still following him? Shouldn't the movie be over? What's happened? He's on the bus heading to the penitentiary, and three fucking cars show up, Amber. Vroom, vroom, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Jordana Brewster looking badass behind the wheel, determined as fuck. Obviously, Paul Walker is there, and you don't have to worry about Vin Diesel. Yep. Uh, Leo and Santos are also there. So yeah, his crew great. from the Dominican Republic. Yep. Um, uh, by the way, we haven't mentioned this, but like the whole timeline of this series was reworked so Han could be back in these films. Han was in this film for, I don't know, two, three minutes? Technically, this still takes... So this takes place before Tokyo Drift. Yes. But that must also mean that it takes place before five six and seven to a certain extent because he goes to tokyo at the beginning of this movie yeah so anything that happens after this would in theory be also after tokyo drift but i guess what we're assuming is that in four he gets sent to tokyo but doesn't go yeah until six and then three happens at the same time or before six whatever it doesn't matter we'll get there Mm -hmm. when we get there yep don't worry about it han's alive yep and he was there for the beginning part of this barely in this movie which is i don't know it's just funny that they reworked everything to have him but they don't actually use him very much 
I guess if you already knew that they wanted to have a fifth one, they probably had already in theory yeah, that's true. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Just like, let's yeah. bring him back for 10 minutes of content. And you know what? I'm into it. Oh, Han's great. Yeah. Yeah. So, Amber, on the rock scale, what would you give this movie? R for regrettable, outstanding, craze balls, or K? It's obviously craze balls, Megan. Why do you make yeah. me go through this? Because our listeners like consistency. I don't like to baby our listeners. I want to play podcast jazz. I don't want them to be comforted. I want them to be on edge, ready for anything. What do you give this movie, Megan? A craze balls, Amber. Oh, shocking. Fast and Furious 4 is a craze balls. Who knew? Thank goodness we have this system. I respect you as a person. Mm Mm-hmm. Megan, do you have an happy story? I do. Um, So my brother was playing... Dungeons and Dragons, baby's first Dungeons and Dragons game with Abby the other night. And he actually, um, he called me, but didn't let Abby know. So it was some sort of like wiretap, I think. Um, so I was listening in on their D&D session, but she didn't know I was listening, so it wouldn't distract her, at least not right away. And um, I heard, A, Dan, I heard you be a little bit uh, a, a little bit generous, a six. She should have not found that sword with a six um, perception check. But um, oh yeah, that's a straight failure. Yeah, but uh, but then uh, she <laughs> she won an encounter, and um, Dan asked, "Well, what do you want to do next?" Um, assuming she would say, "I want to go down the next tunnel or look in the next room," she said, "Celebrate." So, so she won an encounter, and then she took the time to celebrate, and it was fantastic. Why don't we ever do that? I don't know. It it did occur to me, like, wow, we don't celebrate enough our really good wins. Huh. Yeah, we should really develop a fantasy end zone dance. Yeah, absolutely. Amber, do you have a recommendation? Megan, yes, I do. I do have a recommendation. Megan, 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 gag. Megan. Yes. Egg Megan. Amber. Egg okay. Megan. Amber, watch Gremlins two, the new batch. Mm, yes, just that thing. we just did that recently. We may record on it. I haven't decided yet. I don't know if Megan's decided yet, or maybe she did decide, and then I talked her out of it. But then I'm talking myself back into it. But right now, I'm just using it as a recommendation because it made me just so delightfully happy to uh, watch, and because yeah. I'm lazy. This movie, I, I don't think I've ever met another person who clearly watched it so many times. Mm-hmm. In their childhood, because there are there are moments, there are notes that have always stuck out to me. I remember so much of the dialogue and so yes. much of the beats, and and it's it's like I had a coloring book. TJ and I watched it. TJ, my brother, so many <laughs> awesome. times, and and Megan keyed in on all of the same things. Like she mm-hmm. it was she was anticipating the same stuff. She there's a moment where the gargoyle gremlin scratches the one guy oh. and I, that I I always found that viscerally upsetting and so did she and it was just yeah. it was a wonderful it, renewed bonding moment between the two of us. Mm-hmm. The things that that bring us together, that keep us together. A love of ridiculousness. Yeah. And oh, before we watched it, we also watched the Key and Peel sketch. Then. Oh yes. <laughs> so Amber, yeah, I'm I'm going to interrupt you just for a moment, which is to say, my recommendation is fucking watch that Keen Peele sketch because it's this is the first time I'd seen it and it was delightful. You're welcome. Please. Wait, your recommendation is an 
Key and Peel sketch? Amber got it right. Oh, excuse me. My recommendation is uh, Amber got it right. Amber got it right? Yes. Um, I had not seen this Key and Peel sp- sketch about the um, making of Gremlins 2, which is, it's a it's a um, boardroom and there's... Um, uh, they're they're just a bunch of people all lined up around a big table, and they're discussing um, their discussion um, of how to make Gremlins two, and like um, <laughs> oh God. a colorful character um, enters the room. Jordan Peele comes in, colorful character that he is, and says he's just there to watch, but then. Um, and just to hear what their their um their ideas are, and it's nothing nothing's for you know nothing solid, Amber. We're not going to change anything. These are just ideas. Throw them out there, Amber. What does the first guy say, Amber? I don't remember what the first suggestion was. Was it, was it Lady Gremlin? Oh, <laughs> it was. Wasn't it um glasses Gremlin? Oh, like smart Gremlin. Yeah, smart and Gremlin. It's, and then what what Jordan Peele's character would do would would be to describe in detail what that gremlin wound up being in the movie mm-hmm. but hilariously because it is it is inane it's insane the oh, things that they throw in this movie it's wild and then he goes from person to person just like what you, what do you, what gremlin do you want what gremlin do you want and then he'll comment on each of them with the gargo <laughs> gremlin's like "Ooh, yes of course he gets stuck with a serum and then the serum gives him wings and he goes through the wall and it makes a batman symbol and then he flies around and then he hits the concrete and then he he flies up to the basilica and then he he becomes a gargoyle yes it's in the movie and then, of course, <laughs> Keegan Michael Keys is just like, what? And then, you know, he gets to a guy where he's just like, uh, electricity gremlin. You just said noun and gremlin. You're not very smart, are you? Doesn't matter. It's in the movie. It'll be fully animated. It'll be zigzagging all over the place. It's great. It's in the movie. <laughs> oh, so good. And it's, it's we're ruining it by describing it, but uh, not, know, not really but... because it's still great yeah. to watch. And then watching that before watching the movie just it makes you want to watch the movie and then when you're watching mm-hmm. the movie you're just more in in just, in the fact that this is ridiculous this is so ridiculous yeah how did you, you just... get a vegetable gremlin clearly some man must have just walked in the room and be like i want to do one for myself vegetable gremlin yeah wow in the movie he obviously he injects himself with tomato serum what could you do yeah, it's it, the, the movie itself is fantastic. Gremlins in a high rise plus a genetics lab so that you can make the gremlins into whatever the whatever hell you want. Whatever you want. Gizmo goes a little Rambo. Mohawk becomes a spider. It's yeah. just a joy and ridiculous and mm-hmm. delightful. And it was so much fun to watch and just so nostalgic, but not in a bad way. And this holds up and it makes me happy kind of way. Yeah. So watch Gremlins 2, the new batch with a friend or family. Mm. So or good. yourself and the voices in your head you've earned it amber i'd like to close how i always do by saying be humble be hungry and always be the hardest worker in the room uh, i just i don't i don't want to be inspired by that inspired I don't, I don't want you to attempt to inspire me with rock quotes anymore. It's actually, it's de-inspiring me. I now have less of a will to succeed. Uninspired. I would like to, f- exactly, uninspired. What would show up <laughs> instead of a rainbow? Just a, a pile of shit with flies around it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, bye, Megan. Bye, Amber. <laughs> <laughs>